Okay, good evening, Rabbi Sai. Uh, we had just learned here in the Chavis Havavais in Perek Perek Shishi Chavis Havavais Sharaknia. We went to the third item in the list of what Chavis Havavais recommends for proper behavior for someone who is a humble person, someone who is the Baal Aknia. And this was a very important piece. A person who is who is able to take insult and not insult back. He's able to get shamed by somebody else and he doesn't even respond. When he gets this, uh, he's the brunt of somebody's shame or someone's insult or someone embarrasses him. Someone makes him feel bad. Someone puts, makes a negative comment. And he's he actually rejoices by the fact that he doesn't have to answer back. Which that itself, what's the schar of that? The schar is like the schar of the sun. I'm just telling you, just the other night, my father's old sign. I'm speaking to him, he says, he just came to a new shot. I think it ties very nicely into this. He says the uh, the we say every day in the Kriya Shema b'chol levavcha, which Chazal tell us in the Gemara Brachet b'chol levavcha levavcha is two leaves. What's two leaves? B'chol yitzrecha v'yitzer toiv uv'yitzer hora. You have to serve Hashem both with your yitzer toiv and your yitzer hora. So yitzer toiv we understand do good things, learn Torah with yitzer toiv to daven properly, do chesed. That's yitzer toiv. How do you serve Hashem with your Yetzer Hara? How do you do that? Right? The Koach. The Koach of the Yetzer Hatov comes from the Koach of the Yetzer Hara. The Koach, meaning the Koach means the, 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 it's infused. The energy force. It's infused with the, with the, with the taiva of to do things, right. to do you things bad. To do it you channel it to do things good. Good, very good. So that's the, the, the simple pshat that we say. So, my father, Zogazunzai, came with a different pshat says, when a person is faced with doing an Aveira and he holds back and doesn't do it, that is a doing a mitzvah with his Yetzirah. And as he had a Yetzirah to do something wrong, he held back and he didn't do it, that's doing a Yetzirah. Which I told him, that's Mamish the Chazal. Chazal say, Yoshev Adam Aveira. Person insists that he doesn't do an Aveira, he holds back from doing an Aveira, he refrains from doing an Aveira. The Torah says, the Gemara says, it's as if you did a mitzvah. And the explains, what's when it's when he's faced with the challenge. It doesn't mean a person sleeping at home. Well, you know, I didn't talk any Lashonara because I was sleeping for eight hours last night. No. It means when a person is faced with a challenge and he wants to do Ravera and he holds back from it, it's Ke'ilu, he did a mitzvah. So that's a way of serving Hashem with a Yetzer Hurrah. Which is really what this point they also. The person who takes the insult and doesn't answer back is Ki'ilu Asam Mitzvah. It's like he did a mitzvah and therefore he's, he gets the scar like the Shemesh did when he didn't respond to the argument, the complaint of the move. This is what Chazal tell us. So I just want to share for tonight. It's the end of the week. So we'll just finish up this uh, the third third item over here with three stories three short stories about Mavral Midasev 
And we see, even though Chavis is saying there will be great reward in the next world, the Gemara will be quoted last night, the Gemara Rosh Hashanah, Daf Yudzayin, Someone who is able to overlook an injustice that was done to him, they wipe away his, his Averis. But our G'daylam taught us that even in this world, a person stands to always gain when he's Mavra Midaisev. When he's able to overlook something, when he looks the other way, when he doesn't answer back, when he keeps quiet and doesn't respond, he gains in this world too. Maisa number one. Is a Yerushalmi Yid. Someone I got to know over the years, he used to come for a time to Philadelphia some 15 years ago, and then I kept up with him. His name is Reb Nochem Koyen. Reb Nochem Koyen, Yerushalmi, he has, Baruch Hashem, 19 children, and all married off. And uh, one son in particular, his son, Rabbi Yisrael David, also Tyre Yid. Rabbi Yisrael David Baruch Hashem is also married. He has 17 children only. So when Rabbi Yisrael David was in Shaduchim, he, he knew this son was like Mamish, uh, we say it in America, we say a chip off the old block. And as he was Mamish like, like his father. And his father, Rabbi Nochem, knew he needs a special shidduch. And he was they were looking around, and it wasn't coming. It just the, the shidduch wasn't coming. They know what to do. Anyway, one Shabbos, he goes to the neighbor in the, in the he lives in Geula on Rechayv Nochem. He lives okay. So Rab Nochem goes to the, to the uh, the neighbor's Shalom Zacher, and he's there. There's a group of men sitting around a table, and it was a little quiet, so this Ramachim has a lot of energy. So he starts singing a song. And he starts singing a song very nice. He wanted to make the the, the party a little bit freilach, a little bit happy. So there's one one fellow over there. Obviously, he had an axe to grind. Obviously, he, did not, he, he didn't have a good day or week or month. So he stops in the middle of the song. He says, who put you in charge over here? You're the Balabas over here. You're not the Balabas. It's not your house. What are you doing singing your song? Who put you in charge? Imagine being in that position. You know, you're trying to do a nice thing. You just... Reb Nochem said, you know, he froze a moment. And believe me, he knows how to talk. He has a deep voice. He could have said a lot of things. He said, he just kept quiet. That was it. Didn't say anything. Kept quiet. Stayed a little bit more. And then he left. And when he came home, he says, he realized what he did. He says he just held back from responding to this person, from excusing himself, from saying something back. He says, Hashem, this should be my schus. Matsoi Shabbos, he gets a phone call. Rabnochum, I think I have the right girl for you, Yisrael David. They got married, and as I said, this Yisrael David now has 17 children of his own, can I know her? Maisa number two. This Maisa, Rabarn Leibs, that's our Barn Leibs time, and said over. The Alt of Slabotka opened his yeshiva. Remnosin Svi Finkels, that's all. The Alt of Slabotka opened his yeshiva, and he was looking to hire a Rosh Yeshiva. 
So he comes over to Rabbi Zalman Meltzer and he offers him the position of Rosh Hashiva. Position of Rosh Hashiva? The covet of the being a Rosh Hashiva, being able to give shiurim, being able to have tamidim. And Rabbi Zalman said, I can't accept the position. Why? Because my mother-in-law was an older lady. She actually, her name was Frank. She would have Tzvi Pesach Frank's mother. Tzvi Pesach Frank was Tzvi Harish Frank. It was the uh, the uh, New Shalayim and one of the Rabbanim New Shalayim, the Mikroi Kodesh. And Rabbi Sazalman said that my mother-in-law is going to feel bad because I have a brother-in-law who's older than I am. His name was Ramei Shemordecha Epstein. And he didn't have a position. He was older than him. And if the younger son-in-law is going to get a position, not the older one, my mother-in-law is going to feel bad. He says, I can't accept the position. The only way I can accept it is if you hire my brother-in-law also. He should also be Rosh Hashiva alongside me. Lo and behold, the Alt of Slabatka says, okay, I'll take you both. That's what they did. So he just, you see, he stuck up and he could have, he could have lost the position. It was Mavra Amidaisev. He could have lost the position. He didn't. They both became Rosh Hashiva. No. He gave one, she gave the other she. Very shortly into this uh, new union of sorts, it became very clear that their style of teaching was diametrically opposed. And it's just, in one yeshiva, it wasn't that big of a yeshiva in the first place, to have two different styles, it just wasn't working. Rabbi Sazalman said, this is not working, I'm going to leave and find something else. He was the one who was over the position in the first place. He invited, he says, let Rabbi Shemotcha, my brother-in-law stay, I'm going to go find something else. And that's what he did. He went, when he ended up having yeshivas, a small yeshiva in Slutsk, Rabbi Levi used to say, look what came out from this individual who was Mevater, who gave up what was rightfully his. He gave it up for somebody else because he didn't want someone to feel bad. He didn't want a second person to feel bad. He gave it up. He says, you know what came out from Mrs. Alma Meltzer? We have all of Sefer Evan Ozel, about seven, eight volumes on all of the Rambam, Evan Ozel. Every yeshiva has a set of Evan Ozel and learns Evan Ozel, which is Abyssus Alman Sefer. Abyssus Alman son-in-law is who? Rabarin Cutler Zatzal, who began, who started Lakewood. So from this one act of being of the whole Lakewood, the whole biggest yeshiva in North America, came from this ishtalshalus of this person. As Rabarin Levi used to say, a person never loses when he's mavater. When he gives in, never loses. And finally, a third Misa. There was a woman in Eretz Yisrael who was known as a tough cookie. She had a reputation as being a very tough woman. And uh, she also needed a shidduch for her son. Anyway... In Chaydish uh, Elul, she used to take a daily a bus from where she lived to Yerushalayim. And this happened in Chaydish Elul. 
she's going on the bus the next day, and someone comes over to her and says, I have a, a an envelope of cash, and I need it brought to someone who shall line. They'll pick it up from you. Could you take it? All right, $5,000 cash. Huh? Not a small amount of money. Yeah, sure. I'll put it. Puts it in her bag. Fine. Gets on the gets on the bus. As she gets onto the bus with her little little bag that has the money, the bus driver says, uh-uh, give it Lemata. Lemata. You can't bring the bag on the bus. It has to go down. Now this was wasn't like you're talking about a big valise over here. Yeah. It was certainly something that was carry on on a bus. You could Lamata and she's standing there. Really, inside she's she she wanted to give it to this guy. Okay? She didn't want to put the thing down there because it had the, the money in it. She didn't want to do that. So she said, you know what? It's before Rosh Hashanah. I'm not making a fuss. She says, you know, thank you. And she gets off the bus. She waits. just to wait another 15 minutes or so. Gets on the next bus. The next driver didn't give her, give her any trouble. And she went on her way. That evening, she gets a phone call from a shadchan. Uh, Mrs. So-and-so, yes. I have a shidduch for your son. Oh, very nice. Who is it? This and this girl. So she says, that's strange. That shidduch was already talked for my son, and the girl's family declined. So they said, that's true. They did decline. And I'll tell you the truth. They declined because they said you have a reputation of being a little bit uh, of a tough person. And, uh, you know, they didn't want that for their daughter. But it just so happens to me that this morning, the mother of that girl was on a bus and saw this exchange that you had with the driver and saw how just how easily you just brushed it off and you went off the bus and didn't say anything. She was so impressed by that and said, Shh, this is the person we're talking about. Certainly I want my daughter to be involved in this, in this family. So here you see this woman, how, how the Eibishter's Hashkocha works it in, in a way that not only did she gain from being Mavater, like, oh, a schar. Her whole test over here was indeed to be Mavater, to be Mavra Midoisim, and through that, that's how the Shiddah came about. So these are just examples that help be Mechazikos to be able to get to this great level of Anivas, of Kenia, being humble and being able to be Mavra Midoisim. Kola Mavra Midoisim, Mavirin Loi, Al Kolb Shov. Agutanacht and Agutan Shabbos.